Yeah. Yeah, we back. Welcome to another episode. Um, but I don't know though, is your co-host Avery Mason here I'm with Mr. Phil Hunt. Phil, what's up, man? Welcome back. You dug yourself out the snow. Hey, I did, man. You know, it, it took a minute, but it happened. Yeah. You know, you, you gotta be smart about it. You can't wait till day three. Then it's all frozen ice. Yeah, like, you gotta wait seriously till spring. frozen. You gotta wait till spring to get out. You don't wanna do it immediately either. Like when yeah. it's still coming down, you'll see people shoveling and it's like, don't no you don't see how that's working, bro? Mm. It's more coming down as you're doing that. <laughs> Not even that. Don't forget the trucks are rebarrier. That happened oh, to me. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was telling you off the air, we were talking and I shoveled my car out twice. And each time they came and reburied it, so I just gave up. I was like, "All right, y'all yeah. do what you got to do. I'm gonna wait till you." In you New know. York, you got the big plow come down one side of your street, yeah. knock it all to one side, yeah. and you just kind of gotta hope it ain't your side that they knock it to. Because well, it was funny, I was parked here on the right side, and on the left, they pushed all the snow to the right, so everybody on the right was had that like barrier around mm-hmm. their car and yeah. had to shovel out. And everybody on the left was good. And you go, come yeah. on, bro. With my neighborhood. Y'all ain't got no left-handed drivers. Come down on the right nope. side. You got to learn. Like, after a couple <laughs> of years, you learn which side to park on to get the most sunlight. And then you get out the easiest. Because every year, it's the same thing, man. And I, I wasn't lucky to get a spot on the left. But you have to keep digging it out. And I just, I'm not doing this again. I'm going to wait till this, <laughs> till this stop. So yeah. they stop pushing it. But um, for those of you who are listening in, I don't know, sunny California oh. or MIA Miami or or I don't know Brazil, Brasilia, Brazil. Brazil mm-hmm. Um, we had a winter storm uh, that used to be known as a blizzard, but now identified by the term nor'easter. Oh, I thought you were gonna say bomb cyclone because no. that that could you know. Oh, is that another one? That's what the bomb cyclone that could trigger some people. I just know nor'easter, those didn't happen when I was a kid. You never looked no. at the news and they said, there's a nor'easter. You go, what is, hold on, there was one Easter and that's in what, April? Yeah. <laughs> so you go, what is a nor'easter? Yeah, Christ don't come back. It's like hell is reached on earth. That's <laughs> that's, that's a nor'easter. Yeah, it man. used to be called El Nino. I don't know. I remember El Nino was a thing and then there, there hasn't I been I think that El- was the name of a storm, El Nino. Yeah, El Nino, right? Wasn't there more than one El Nino? I don't remember. But I know there were no Nor'easters. No. It was a blizzard or it was nothing. Yeah. Now the Nor'easter is a mixture. Now every time it snows, they go, it's a Nor'easter. Well, no, only only when it snows when it's not supposed to. Um, That's why this is a bomb cycle. So the last Nor'easter that I remember, the biggest one we got when I was in college was in Albany. I'll never forget it. It was in April. Sunny day. Just finished playing softball. The Spanish dude yelled at me because I swang on a 3-0 and pitch. Um, and he was like, why'd you swing? And I'll never forget it. I'm wearing shorts. Game gets over. We walking back to the dorm rooms and the clouds rolling. I'm thinking it's going to rain. It snowed. It went, from oh, wow. being, it went from being 75 degrees to like 20. And I've never seen anything like that. And that, my friend, is a nor'easter. Because we got, that was in Albany. We ended up getting like a foot and a half of snow. Shut the city down for like a, two days. Ah, that's interesting. That's a nor'easter, but if it happens in the in the in the winter time, like January, what we got? Not a nor'easter, bomb cyclone, or just a winter storm. That's it. And this one, how much did we get? About a foot, nine mm. inches to a foot, in some areas. Mm. It's a joy of living in New York. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But that's why the podcast is uh, was a little delayed. You know, Phil and I were planning on maybe doing a. Uh, Maybe an IG live like we did the last time, but it just was like, 
Football, yeah. football was on. Yeah, we had some good football games to oh watch. Oh my god! Cincinnati. So the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert: If you've been living under a rock, the Super Bowl matchup is set. It's the Cincinnati Bengals against the Los Angeles Rams. Did you see that coming? I mean, we talked about it a little on the last episode, where I, I had caught on to like the uh, Bengals' youthful energy. And they got that energy, that rookie energy of, and obviously Burroughs is not a rookie, but mm-hmm. Chase is. And they played together in college, which we mentioned, I think, on the last episode. So yeah. I caught on to the chemistry and the youthful energy and how fun they were mm-hmm. this year. So I would say, yeah, I did see that coming because, yeah, we caught on to it. And, you know, all year... Really, they were playing with house money, meaning when you're young and inexperienced, it's just dope that you made it there. The Chiefs, like, the, all the pressure was on the Kansas City Chiefs because they had won before yeah, a Super they, Bowl. They, Patrick they, Mahomes, they, yeah. he's supposed to be the next Brady and whatever else. And, and yeah, so all, you know, they were playing with house money that if they lost, nobody expected them to win. And if they won, everyone had expected them to lose. So they were in a perfect position. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams that, it's weird because the Rams have only been in L.A., what, two, three years now? So you don't feel like there are any authentic Rams fans. Although, they were, the Rams existed in L.A. before yeah, they moved, I was before born. They moved. Yeah, they moved. Yeah. So they were the L.A. Rams that moved to St. Louis, Louis. They moved back to L.A. That you're just like... Why don't y'all just get a P.O. box till y'all figure it out? Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was. So it don't feel like there are any authentic Rams fans, yeah. although you saw like Magic Johnson in the stands. And... Yeah, there were all these actors and stuff. Yeah, there. I, I would say very that... celebrity ish. I'm surprised to see the Bengals in there. I didn't expect them to beat the Chiefs the way they, they hadn't did. been in there since I think they said '88. '80s, yeah, so when, when Boomer so Sison, two years old. The last time the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I was a little kid too. Back when, um. When they last time they made the Super Bowl, that was the first time I learned that white people named their kids Boomer. Like that's the name. His name is Boomer Esiason. It's on his birth certificate. Who's that? Quarterback Boomer Esiason. He was the quarterback of the Bengals when they went to the Boomer. His name is Boomer Esiason. He he's a uh, he's like a sportscaster. He's got to be from like Pennsylvania, uh, Alabama, or Mississippi somewhere. And, and he used to be the Jets quarterback, but just. Just going on. I I I I'm not surprised. That, that got to be a southern name. Boomer, yeah. Probably <laughs> from Georgia or like Mississippi or something. Got to be boy, Tennessee. That's Tennessee. one of the good old boys right there. Boy. Hey, Boomer, go ahead, bring that forward back okay, around front. Okay, University of Maryland, Boomer. But let's see where he's actually from. Yeah, look it up. Phil's looking it looks up. like he's got a mullet. That's very '80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boomer Sison. Oh, I know him. I know his face because yeah. he be announcing this stuff. Yeah, he's a he's a sportscaster now, but he got to the Super Bowl and lost. Bert Boomer, where are you from, boy? <laughs> Look it up. East East Islip, New York. What? Long Island. Although, East yeah, Islip, you Long know, Island. if you if you get out there, that's like being in in the country somewhere. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, I'm not surprised to see the Rams. Okay, so no, hmm? that's his nickname. His name is Norman Julius. Where the hell did Boomer come from? Who knows? He probably used to say boom a lot or something as a kid, right? Maybe, or he just got hit a lot because he didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom! I'm going to give you the boom. You want the boom? Keep going. But uh, anyway, I'm not surprised I'm not surprised to see the Rams because they kind of 
they kind of gave gave up the house to get the team they got to get Aaron Donald to get fucking yeah. Von Miller to get uh, OBJ. You know me to draft picks. They ain't gonna have a draft pick for the next five or six years. I think it's okay. I always, you know, as a sports fan, I don't like when people are so high on draft. It's like. What does that mean? It, yeah, you but, know, look at all the teams that they got mean, draft picks. What it means is that just imagine the Bengals traded that draft pick that gave him Jamar Chase to like the Giants or somebody, and now you don't have Jamar Chase. Right, but if you got Odell Beckham in that thing, then That's you do true. have Jamar Chase, uh, a great wide receiver yeah, for those of you listening. I don't think on either side, you know, Jamar Chase. Has, so this is what I'm saying. I always think it's kind of silly. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, FOMO. Basically, it's just fear of missing out because you could have the fifth pick in the draft and it turn out to be nothing. Yeah, I don't think OB. So it's like, oh, and you waited three years. Essentially, you you know, you gave away something you have now for something later. It's a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. I'll give you that, but I'm also not a biggest fan of OBJ. I don't think he's his mega star. Here we go. I, no, no. All I'm saying is, he, what has he done? You're so the I, New Yorker here. I I understand. And he was here for a while. A wide receiver. I felt like hold on, hold on. You, you, you can only affect the game so much. And here's, here's why I always have loved basketball more. Mm-hmm. You play defense and offense. Right. You can only affect the game. Even the quarterback who affects the game, I'll admit, but only halfway. My point is, is that because he's the hype is bigger than the skill. And I agree, hold on. I let me finish. I agree with you to an extent, but at the same time, like his hype machine is up here, and his actual output. And yes, taking into consideration the quarterbacks he's had behind him, his hype is here, and his Thank output you. is here. The quarterbacks he's I'm, had. I'm behind. also gonna, but the hype is here. No disrespect to Eli Manning, a two-time none. Super Bowl winner. That's right. But he was on the decline when Odell Beckham came. And then they had, I think, yeah, four didn't... coaches in five years. So it was it was yeah. chaos over there at the, at the, within the Giants. Then he left. The first couple games in Cleveland was good. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Then he got hurt. Then his quarterback got hurt. And they were just kind of getting back. And then he left. So to be fair, like I said, you're only as good as your quarterback as a wide receiver. You need them to get you the ball. I look at Odell and I compare him to like guy like Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens was a hype machine until... But he was dope. But, he had, but, he, but again, to your point, he also had great quarterbacks. Steve Young, and then who was he with, with Je- when Jeff he was with the Garcia Eagles? Jeff Garcia was first. Jeff Garcia. I forget Jeff Garcia. I, forget Jeff I don't Garcia. even think he played with Steve Young, to be real. I think that had transitioned by then. You it did was it? Jeff Garcia. I looked that up. And then but who, Jeff Garcia who, was an all-pro. Who did he have in Philly? It was... Um, Donovan McNabb. All right, yeah. So he had some good... But again, the hype... And then Tony Romo. The hype matched, um, the, out, the, hype matched the output because when he was signing that football, he had already grabbed like two or three touchdowns. But again, you're point. only as good as the, the team and the quarterback. And like we just said, Eli Manning, Hall of Famer, was on the decline. Oh, on a side note, speaking of signing the football, something the NFL did piss me off. They find... Uh, What's his name? Um, from the Chiefs. Uh, Tyreek Hill. They find Tyreek Hill for throwing, for throwing the peace sign. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He's been doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is taunting. But is it as bad as throwing popcorn in your Although, face or here's signing why the football say, and signing the camera? Like, here's why I'll say. Well, it's one thing what you do in the end zone, which is essentially a celebration dance. Then if you do the celebration dance mid-game to another player. It wasn't even distracting. He just, he was right there. He was just like, You say that because you weren't on the field. See you later. <laughs> See you later. You weren't on the field. You might have been pissed about Which that. Which makes me laugh every time because he's like, He knows you're not going to catch him. And 
Here, here's the thing I don't like about the NFL, which, you know, a lot of people, for those of you listening, NFL, which stands for National Football League, but a lot of people will say NFL stands for No Fun League. Yeah. Because yeah. you taunt somebody. So, here's the thing. Taunting is a call, for those of you listening, if you may not know sports. It's subjective. Taunting is a call that is unsportsmanlike conduct towards another player during the game, right? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that establishes a good example for life, right? And the reason why I say that is because they have, like, okay, excessive celebration. That is a a foul yep. and a penalty. When in real life do you bump into excessive celebration? If I'm at the strip club and... You make it a rain. Not me. Okay. Because it's never me. All right, not you. Somebody else. No Unless names. I just got that... Uh, PPP loan on my go. taxes back. <laughs> I'm only joking, IRS. Don't come after Don't me. Come after. I'm not a fan of Blade, I swear. <laughs> anyway. Excessive celebration. If I'm at the strip club right. and I only got $150, uh-huh. who determines what is excessive celebration and what is not? If I only got 150 ones and the table beside me got 10,000 ones, I may feel like their celebration is excessive. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's no one there to say, I can't whistle, blow a whistle. I'll tell you what. If Flag I'm, on the play, excessive celebration. If I'm at the strip Give club, him 25 of those ones. Let me, let, me talk, <laughs> let me tell you, for me personally, if I'm at the strip club and I only got 10 ones, I am celebrating like I have 1,000 ones. I don't care. If what, I'm at what's the, the most money you ever spent in a strip club? Uh, okay, so I'll tell you a funny story. It's not a long one. This is like probably season three, between season three and five of Power. I'm hanging out with one of the actors on the show. It's me, him, and like two other people. It's somebody's birthday. We celebrate and go to the strip club. I figure, all right, I'm going to throw some money. So I go, I go to the bank and I get like $300 in singles. And then I, I put it in bands myself and rubber bands. They had the, the bank had already wrapped it up, but I took rubber bands, took that shit up, put rubber bands, and I had a little fatty pack. You said 300 singles? Yeah. Okay. $300 bills. And we were going to go to the strip clubs. I'm like, oh, we're going we to stud. We're going to make these things. I got money, you know. And uh, I get to the club, and it's me and the guy from the show, and uh, he didn't have any money with him. Oh, man. So he's like, he's like listen, uh, he saw what I had in the fanny pack. He's like, hey, man, yeah, I didn't really bring anything like that. So <laughs> if you want, I could throw some of that money that you got. So I'm looking at this nigga like, nigga, you better get your own money to throw. But I, I, ended, I, ended, I, didn't, I ended up throwing it anyway because I had second thoughts. I'm like, what the fuck am I throwing this money for? I need this money for gas. Like, I threw one band and I kept the rest. So you only threw 100? I only threw 100. Yeah, I kept the other money. I decided it's... I blew, I once blew 350 in a strip club. The lap dances or? Sunset Strip in Indianapolis is a good place. Look up the Yelp reviews. If they say anything about a dancer eating chips or on stage or chicken, just know that, you know, it's a great place. Wait, eating chicken on stage? Yeah, because, you know, Yelp Woo. reviews. I remember, you know, you Google a strip club now and there's Yelp reviews. And some things don't need to be Yelped. Mm-hmm. You either had a good time or you didn't, but keep it to yourself. These are young ladies, are you know, young entrepreneurs out here trying to do good in the uh, world and trying to get that college degree, or so they say. But that's none of my business. Yeah, I don't mind. I, but, uh, you know, I, I uh, 
That was in my 20s when I was blowing money like that. So I don't do that no more. Because now I look at it a car payment. That's a whole car payment. Yeah, but it's just good old-fashioned fun. It's something about throwing money at women that's just... Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, no, it's funny. But I, 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 I don't... They don't get mad. They never get angry. No. I was in Canada. I was in Toronto one time. Toronto, King Street, downtown. And uh, so Canada, their dollars are coins. Yeah. So I had that American strip club culture in me of like, you got to throw the money. So I said to one of the girls, yo, like, because mind you, I'm over, I, I almost said overseas. Right. I'm over borders. Uh-huh. I'm over borders. And I'm thinking, you don't want to get held over here. You better be asking questions. So I said, yo, uh, is it cool if I like brothers? And she like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. You got you to gotta flip it like you do a coin, though. So right? I, I couldn't <laughs> throw them at her like you would throw dollar bills at a, at a uh, stripper. But I tossed them towards her direction. I tossed them. Underhand style. You're like you're making a wish in the fountain, right? So it's not quite as fun in Canada if you're listening. Because, yeah. you, you know, American, you can throw the money yeah, at yeah. the girl. And she's just like, yeah. But over there, you got to underhand. Uh, you know, I feel like sometimes I made the wrong... <laughs> Like career choice, maybe I should have been a stripper because I look at some of the Instagram strippers and they'll show off the money. There's two things they always show off on the strippers' Instagram: the money they make and the guns that they have. So, like, wait, if you wait, ever wait. guns, you mean real guns or like, like muscles? Guns, like forty-five. Oh, so you talking dude strippers? Female strippers. They huh? can, female strippers carry guns. I don't know what you talking about. For protection, because people try to what rob. What strippers them. do you follow? Uh, I will show you one. I don't want to out her, but My I'll show strippers you. Don't be showing me no guns. Nah, there's a stripper that I know. She was she was on. Um... My strippers don't show guns. They show ones, titties, and titties. ones, ones and titties. <laughs> well, this That's partic- a lot of singles, man. This particular girl, she like she showed the money she made, but then she said, you know, if anybody thinking about trying me, look, I got this too. It was a lot of money, but that was a big gun she had, and I was what like, yeah. Thug stripper, are you following? Man? All strippers carry guns. I'm telling you. Who's protecting them? All strippers. What do you mean? Of course they do. Somebody's going to rob them. That's cash. That's an ATM right there. That's an ATM. You don't even need to call for ATM. You just have your own gun. If she don't got one, that's your ATM. Give up everything. I'm cleaning out the account. What's what's stripper? I mean, that's new stuff that people do on the Instagram or whatever, but it's like, sis, quit, quit playing. Oh. Like, that's cool or whatever if she needs it. You know, I'm not, like, saying it's wrong, but I'm just, I'm just curious. And I, I get, like, Instagram flexing, flexing for the gram, but you go, that's the picture you want to take? So I think some chicks just think it look cute to have a now, I will think that the best strip clubs, I'll say this, I think the best strip clubs are in the South. You know, break a nail trying to reload. So yeah, it's just seriously. like, all right, sis. The best strip clubs, I think, are in the South. Not that I have any experience going to any of them, but I just see the videos that rappers put up, and I'm like... It's nothing like that here well, it's in New different York. Rules. One is, and as somebody who lived in Georgia, lived in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. one is you can get completely nude down south. Yeah, not up here. But you can't get completely nude in New York. You also can't touch the strippers up here. Right. But right now with COVID going on, I don't want them to touch me. Oh, six <laughs> feet, six feet. Back up. <laughs> I'm just joking. For all, if any strippers that may be listening, if I come in a club, you have full freedom to do whatever you want with me. I just want to say that one of my buddies told me this. He went to a strip club up here in New York, and it's so corny now. 
Um, they got the strippers putting plastic down on the men before they give them lap dance. <laughs> plastic, what's that going to do? I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm walking to strip club and I'm looking at my mother's living room. Like we this. all got that one friend though that go to the strip club and fall in love. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I had a coworker like that. She, she liked me, yeah. bro. She like all of us. Yeah, yeah, the money you had in was... particular, whoever spending the money. Yeah. She like Benjamin, Grant, and Jackson. Bro, the, the one coworker I had, he would always talk about this one particular oh, one and man. how much he liked her. We, I went to their, you know, after work, we went together one time. I remember he bought lunch for them. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's, oh, like, no. he's, like, he's like, yo, she says she's hungry, man. You got to help her. I'm like, bro, she works here. They made the food and she works here. She don't got to pay for that. What are you, why are you buying her dinner? She works here. She gets the employee discount i'm not buying food and then paying for a lap dance like you give you buy me a lap dance i'm not buying you lunch it was the wildest thing he's like Cam, she's hungry she keeps talking about how hungry buying strippers he lunch. bought her dinner he's like because it was me we went at, after work it was me the stripper him and we were just talking to her and she kept mentioning how hungry she was and i it was unless like, it's that stripper you said got the gun no nah, no nah, i ain't nah, buying nah, nobody nah, 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 that was detroit. wow that stripper's in detroit but I just felt like oh, she better have a gun. Yeah, she, she gotta have two guns, three. Uh, but uh, we only kids. I don't. I think one of the rules is strip club. You don't buy strippers food like they work there. And he well, was, no, they do that because you know they need to drum up business for the club. So they're always like, bro. buy me a drink, buy me this, and they're gonna charge you three times what they would charge her. And in fact, their drink, like you said, their drinks and meals are comps. Yeah. So, so I, he, I just never forget we were sitting there talking. So and it's just a ploy to see, like, does this guy have who got the money? money yeah. And, you know, basically to make you look stupid. Because if I can get you to buy some wings, yeah. you know, I don't got to maybe dance on you. I just made the club $30 or whatever. Yeah, hell. I mean, I knew what she was trying to do because when we were all sitting wow. there, when we were sitting there talking, she kept bringing up food. Like, yeah. you know, I I, I I like to eat, so I know. And she was like, yeah, you know, I'm just so hungry. You know, they got some really good wings there. I'm like, yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, I already ate before I came, so, you know, uh, what else? You know, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I can't. She's hungry. She keep bringing up food. Oh, Let's buy her God. some wings. And I'm like, I at the time I was working at you know at a rental car company. Brother, I wasn't making that kind of money. Get yourself some help, brother. And I was like, I'm just trying to get a lap dance. I'm not trying to buy her wings. She's here to work. I'm not here. Friends to... don't let friends buy women's wings in the club. That's uh. <laughs> but also, I want to say I'm not a biggest fan of strip clubs just because I feel weird in them. I think I might have mentioned this to you before. Yeah. Whenever I go. It's always some weird guy sitting there acting like he's at home by himself in front of his computer screen. <laughs> and like he's like, yeah, girl, get it. I'm just like, bro, this, this is supposed to be fun. It, you're making me uncomfortable I mean, right yeah. now. <laughs> well, the thing is, you're supposed to be so drunk you don't notice him. And that's my always my thing of like pregame, do a shot or two in yeah. the parking lot before you go in. Yep, I, I agree. don't recommend that you do it before you drive. But, no, 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 no. But get you a little shot by before you go to a close yeah. liquor store, walk to it or whatever. You get y'all shot or two, come back. Yeah. Boom. Go inside and bam. What, what's you the, don't even notice anybody. What's the worst strip club that you ever been to? Because I got one I can tell you yeah, about right I now. I can never say worse. It's always a good time. The reason I say that is mm -hmm. society's so set up to where 
men and women both have to put on like these acts of formalities, you know. Hey, how are you doing? You look really nice. I would like to take you out sometime. Oh, I'd love to meet your mother. I'm sure they're great people. I want to meet who made you know what I mean? Who made Strip you? Strip club's the only honest transaction. Hey, you're you're fine as hell. I want to see you naked. Here's he, the money. Here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> You so, say you get to see what you want. There's no bullshit in the middle. Right. And I mean, I, I'm not a big believer in the whole theory of like, oh, well, if you took a girl on a date, that's the same thing as a lap dance. Of like, I'm not a big believer in that because it's like, yeah, but we need some formalities. Yeah. Or it'll be a scary world. Yeah. So, But it's a very honest transaction of I had $500 that day. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause a lot of girls, that's what they're doing anyway. Right. You had five hundred dollars, cause I seen your chain, I seen the car you drive, I dated you, and you looking like, what does Dante have that I don't have? Five hundred dollars. Just get the five hundred, and she would have dated you. Mm. And I mean, you know, yeah. lucky to our benefit, most women have more integrity than that, but. Yeah, not all for women. those who don't. It's Couple. like, yeah, that's an honest What's transaction. What's her name? Brittany Renner. What's her name? Yes, I love her. <laughs> she's no, because uh, she doesn't play victim. That's why. Yeah, I love she was, at least she was honest with it. She, she takes she, advantage of. Honest, I, I'm the predator here. Yeah, and it's I'm like, not the prey. oh, I'm not the. Prey. You might I'm think you're the victim. predator, but I'm the predator. A lot of those girls, Instagram model, they play victim, and it's like, sis. Yeah. You're very predatorial. I want to tell you about the worst strip club that I've ever been to. Um, you going to name names? Nope. It's going to be very, very vague with this one. It was in Florida. It was uh, someone I knew who was getting married. Um, and they had a bachelor party at the strip club. Now, this particular place, it was a strip club, but you couldn't... They didn't have a DJ in there. They were just playing like a Spotify playlist. Oh no! So well, we go in. Free Spotify, the one, the one with the commercials, or without? No, nah, they, they had they had the premium because there weren't no commercials. We go, <laughs> we go in there, and this is how new the strip club was bad. They did not serve drinks in there, oh. and when I asked for a drink, they were like, "Nah, you got to go across the street to the bar." The owner of this club also owns the bar across the street. You go to the bar, you get your drinks, you drink them there. And then you come in here. So they don't serve liquor in here? No. <laughs> Strike one. Strike two, there's no live hey, DJ. A liquor license is expensive. And maybe in Florida. I don't know. They don't sound like you was in a strip club. No, nah, it was a strip club. It just sound like some girls was dancing in, nah, in a place. Nah. They had some rule down there where you can't serve liquor in the same place where there's titties out for, for some reason. They, there's a rule like on the books where okay, we were. interesting. You cannot serve liquor in a place like this. So there was no... I got to check the rule books because when I went to South Carolina Myrtle Beach, shouts out to them, I went to a strip club aptly entitled Derriere's. <laughs> but it was BYOB and I'm going, hold up. Why is this BYOB? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That and really sense. it was messed up because the girls made less money because yeah. broke dudes was in there with six packs just chilling. Just chilling. There you they, go. They told me that what, what they explained to me was it was some city ordinance where we were. Mm. Um, but you go in there. Yeah, okay. What part of Florida? I'm only curious, and I mean you could be. We vague. were we were we were in. Um, uh, I want to say we was in Orlando. Okay. We was in Orlando, so Ooh, it was, that's it was a home Orlando. of the '69 boys. Yeah, and so what they doing? You go in there. I'm like, all right, no liquor. Cool. We find the spot. We all sit down. It's like 20 of us. 
And I'm like, okay, I'm looking for the DJ. Where the DJ at so he can put some music on? And what's DJ? The guy, oh, yeah, we ain't got no DJ here. It's just, it's just a playlist. <laughs> it's Spotify. I'm like, fuck, you mean wow. no DJ? So now I'm looking for the strippers. And, this- and, and have you told the audience you're a former DJ? So I know you were doubling so. Yes, I was. I shouldn't say former. I was a DJ always. Yeah, DJ? I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not active no more. But I, I was a DJ for about 10, 15 years. I, I did okay. really good for myself. Uh, made a lot of money. And so I'm looking for the DJ. No DJ. Now they had they, they we in the south, so they did have a couple of thick strippers. But how can you get a lap dance uh, listening to Smash Mouth? It, it, somebody I was white told music. Me. Oh, <laughs> oh, which leads me to a great story of, of okay. It was so bad. Hold on, it was so bad for she's so so. My first time ever going to strip club, I'm like probably. Hey two. now, you're all star. Imagine getting a lap dance to Hey now, oh, you're no. all star. We walked right out that club. I'm probably 22 years old, Indianapolis, mm. right? And I hadn't been yet. And the comedy club owner goes. Y'all want to go to the strip club? And he was, uh, you know, a uh, VIP at the strip club. And it was a white strip club on the white side of Indianapolis. Actually, I shouldn't say the white side because they were both in kind of a neutral location. So we go to the white strip club. And I'm kind of unimpressed. I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, I got $100. Mm -hmm. I come in, I buy a drink. You know, that's double the price it regularly would be. Yeah, give me a vodka and pineapple. You know, $25 that you go, wow. $25 for a vodka pineapple? It might have been 20 Were you in New York? No, Indianapolis. Jesus. But I'm saying, my point is, ah. my point is, $20 or whatever, $25, I had $100. So now I got like $85 or whatever, don't quote me. All right. We're drinking, so the map's a little off. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, I'm watching the girls dance. Mind you, they're playing the, you know... Hot for teacher or whatever the the white songs are. She's my cherry pie. All that shit, right? The girls are dancing. There's only like two black girls in the mix of like, you know, 15 girls or whatever. They're all dancing. I'm sitting at the table. And we're pretty close to the stage. Mm -hmm. They all go up on stage when it's their time. They do their time, which might have been, I think, two minutes to twirl around the pole and get whatever tips they could get. None of them come out. They kind of, you know, they seduction. They point and all that stuff, right? It's like an art form there at the white strip club, right? Mm-hmm. Me and my boy is black, another black comic there with me, my boy Ernest, which <laughs> my boy Ernest shouts out to him. Anyway, he goes, yo, you want to go to the black strip club? Because it was near. Mm-hmm. Man, we go to this place called Pure Passion in Indianapolis. It was only like 10 blocks down the way. Totally different experience. Soon as I come in the door, them black strippers like, don't be in this motherfucker broke. If you ain't got no money, take your broke ass home. The whole time in my white strip club, only money I spent was on my drink, and I might have thrown a couple of ones at a couple random women who went on stage, right? You go on a black strip club, they not even on stage. To hell with the stage. The woman went on stage maybe for 10 seconds and said, uh-uh, I know you motherfuckers ain't looking but ain't throwing no money. Came off stage, went to each table, and shook that ass in everybody's lap. 
and said, broke motherfucker, come up off it. And you went, you know what? You right. <laughs> it was like $30. Yo, I, so, so I went to the white strip club with probably $120 on me. Left there with about 80 mm. After buying one drink and throwing a couple of ones. Mm. Was in the black strip club for... I was in the white strip club maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. Had only spent the $20 on the drink and like $5 on tips. Yeah. I was in the black strip club for 20 minutes and went broke. The whole $100 yeah, I'll, I'll, I had left gone. Those of you listening, I hope y'all taking notes because this is helpful to you. White strip clubs here, even in New York, they're kind of tame. Like the women, you know, really skinny, you know, blondes. They don't really have a lot of rhythm. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just two different environments. It's like the difference between black church and white church. It's kind of like that. Shout out to all the girls at uh, Starlets and and the mainstream (laughs) strip clubs. Yeah, but I only only have fun. I don't go to strip clubs a lot, but when I do, I need to go to a strip club where it's kind of like ratchet. I remember years ago, I'd go into this one strip club in Queens, um... I think it was actually called uh, uh, Scandals. Scores. Nah, Scandals. Okay, Scandals is one yeah. two. It's right, right in Queens, and I went there. To I miss Sin City in the Bronx. Sin Ooh, that's Sin a high end black strip club. Sin City was good. High end, high end yeah, in yeah. the Bronx. Uh, the highest end black. That was a high end black strip club. Yes, I mean it was a nice one. But high end don't describe well, it. Here's, here's how unhigh end it was. Let me let me tell the story. I don't agree, but go Sin ahead. City in the Bronx. Which uh, that's been high end in terms of Sin City and the Bronx. They had bouncers. They had like, oh, okay. wands and shit. It wasn't you know. like the one you was in in Florida, no, where they were no. like, "Go across the street and no. get your drink." Then and you, you, get and you want to knock on the screen door, and then they gonna open the right. side door. We, and serve we got you a, a table drink. up at Sin City. I remember, and they gave oh. us a free bottle, and it was like, "All right, mm. cool." Encourage you to buy. When you more say we, so. who? We need some coworkers again. Some coworkers, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What was I saying? Sin City. So this is how crazy Sin City is because you go into the Bronx, it's like a whole other world. Bronx, I love it, but it's like a third world country. And I'm a Harlem. I've been in Harlem almost 10 years for those of you listening. So I'm not going to say I'm a Harlem dude yet because the Harlem dudes got to say you're a Harlem dude. I don't say dead ass enough. Probably don't say pause enough. You Although I say it, you don't say. I've never heard you say pause. I say pause all the time. I've known you. I've known you a long. Time. You just started saying. Pause. I've been out here too long, bro. I play basketball. I go, yo, good D. Somebody goes pause, and you go, bro, okay, good defense. Damn. <laughs> anyway, since then in the Bronx with my chase card, hmm. I tried to withdraw some money. And Chase alerted me and said, are you in the Bronx? Did you mean to withdraw some money? Is that you? Like, fraud alerts hit. thought you spent that money? Fraud alerts hit. And I'm like, yes, Chase, that's me. Did you trying take, to get, did you take somebody out in Sin City? Trying to get $250 and $5 bills from this ATM, which you already nice. know. You're in a third world country. When they dispense $5 bills. <laughs> You're lucky. At least your bank doesn't call you. Like I, when I was at um, the, the scandals up here, I went to the ATM to get money out, and they denied the transaction. And I got a phone call. They're like, "Hey, uh, this is your bank. Uh, <laughs> are, are you a, are you at a scandals in 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 Queens?" And that's embarrassing. And By I, the way, banks quit doing that. I, yes, I'm at scandals. 
Yes, I meant to tip that girl a thousand dollars on OnlyFans. She was yeah. making it happen. Yeah, I had to. I had to answer the question. No hands. They're like, are you at scandals right now, trying to take out three hundred dollars? Yeah, that, that's me. Can you can you let that go, please? Yeah, oh, oh, that's okay. embarrassing. That's like your mom saying, we, you know, we, wait. We, are you at? We just trying to verify. We just trying to verify you and I. We thought it was a we, uh, someone we stole you. your card. That, that should that. be like an option when you sign up for the bank. Are you into um? What do I call it? I don't want to call it shady activity, sketchy activity. Yes, I'm into scandal. We just activities. wanted to verify that. that so was if you used. get an alert from OnlyFans, if you get an alert from Pornhub or from Starlet Strip Club, mm-hmm. that is me every time. <laughs> That's not fraud at all. <laughs> That's me. You gotta let them know. Hey, you gotta. The banks want you to tell them before you go. Hey, I'm going to the strip club. I'm about to drop a, 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 a band. <laughs> just so you know, don't stop none of the transactions. But I went to Scandals, and I remember it, my boy was getting married, and it was it was so much fun. One of one of uh, one of my uh, lesbian coworkers was there, and I wasn't sure she'd be comfortable because I just assumed that women would you know wouldn't want to be in that environment. But she had a great time. And so he's getting all these lap dances, and one of the strippers ended up fighting with another stripper over the guy who was getting married. Because awesome. we was we was buying them lap dances, and they started like pulling on yeah, his arm. Yeah, it's a competition, bro. They're like, no, for me. And I was like, trying to get paid, bro. They were fighting, and I'll never forget it. And uh, we spent a lot of money. I just know that I had so much fun because they let you grab, touch. <laughs> um, yeah. And they all were like, right. cool. As long as you had that. You know that green card or that 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 yeah, that lettuce in your hand, that chicken. That. You you could. They what you mentioned the women in the strip club. I remember back home in Indianapolis, and I mean, they had a um, they had a sign on the door that said, "No women, basically unless unless accompanied by a man." Unless and, a what? Unless no women allowed in the strip club unless accompanied by a man. No, but now, now you, I know you're thinking, oh, that might be some sexist type shit. What's going on there? No. Here's the issue. What women would do back then, and I mean, this isn't over 10 years ago, which, but that might as well with the technology we have now, Instagrams and all that. Back in the day, you, in order to know a girl was stripping, you had to come to the strip club. That's true. So what would happen is a girl that didn't like a girl in high school would find out, guess who's stripping, bitch? I'm about to go down there. I hate that bitch. Yeah. And come in and, like, demean the girl. Yeah. Ugh, bitch, you in here with that dirty STD pussy. Ugh, you men let her shake that in your face. Yeah. Just so you know, she slept with my man and she got herpes. Yeah. And you go. The fact that, that she had the energy to do that. That's wild. Right. But, 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 see, but also, that's there are other guys in there who don't know she's that girl's not a stripper. Like, oh, you you got to take it off. You got this long dress on. Yeah, hey, <laughs> no, no, no. I, no? I, you know, because I've seen right. women in strip club, but like I said, it was. I thought it was weird that they had to do that. Yeah. And I never seen that anywhere but there where I went. I don't. So think- I said, yo. And the dude, security guard, kind of explained it. He's like, nah, you got to respect. You know, these women in here, they they rough. They think they thugs. You know, they'll come in here four deep mm-hmm. as women and demean another girl. Yeah. And you go, so, you know, now we got to throw out four women 
it don't look right. So yeah. we put that sign up just to stop that. I, I gotta be honest. I don't. I I never understood why women want to come to strip clubs with men. Like I know there's more female strip clubs than all male strip clubs, but I feel like I, I don't know if it's a generational thing. But I, I remember being at the club and in, in, in the strip club and seeing women in there, and they're throwing money at the strippers too. And I'm just like, ah, uh, nah, I, I get how a, as a couple you could say. A woman could say, oh, well, this is what he enjoys. Let me go enjoy it with him. Now, my question is always opposite. If your girl enjoy male strippers, I'm not going to are a male you going down there to throw I'm, money I'm, at it, a... I'm not going to a male... Give me a male stripper name. Nah, are I you going to go in there with your girl and throw money at the Cobra? Yeah, let us... Let, <laughs> yo, you know what? Now, that's the question of the day. Let me know this. Ladies... Would you go to a female strip club with your man and throw money at strippers? And on the vice, fellas, would you go with your ladies to a male strip club and throw money at the men? Let us know. Hashtag, but I don't know, though. But I D K O. Hit us on the Instagram or the Twitter. At Avery Mason Official on Instagram. The Avery Mason on Twitter. And where can they, um, where can they at you, Phil? At I am Phil Hunt. On all social media, which we got an announcement, right? We do. Did you? Would you like to take the? I'll let you take it because you got the professional. You used to doing announcements. All right, so cool. Yeah. Is this the announcement of the, the show? Or? Yeah, the okay, show cool. we did all these all right, years so ago. Was like a year ago. Uh, Phil and I were uh, honored to be a part of what, what was called uh, on the ropes. It is uh, basically a roast battle show. And if you don't know what roasting is, you can call it the dozens, you can call it snapping, whatever you call it. We were on that show. And uh, we, we, you know, we showed our ass a little bit, which was fun. We had a great time. Uh, it's us pretty much roasting a lot of the other comedians. And this is the best part about the show is uh, knowing the person that you're roasting. Like the people I roasted, I knew. Um, and also a lot of the other people taking part in the show, I knew them too. So it was kind of cool. And it's going to be on BET on the YouTube channel. Um, they've already got the first episode out. came out on the 31st. It's on BET's YouTube channel. The, the first episode featuring me comes out on February 7th. And the episode featuring me versus Mr. Phil Hunt, that comes out, uh, I think, the 27th or the 28th of the month. The 28th. Folks, for yeah. those of you listening. That comes out the 28th. So, yeah, check us out. Check on it BET, out. BET on a YouTube channel. On their channel. YouTube channel. Yeah. On BET's YouTube page. We're on there doing this thing. That's dope. And, uh, yeah, we roasted each other. Mm-hmm. It was a little awkward because we're friends. But, yeah. you know, a little friendly competition is good. I think we did a good... I think we had an entertaining, if anything. That was fun. Y'all enjoyed so Check that out and, uh, you know, decide who you think won. The judges already decided who they think won, but we'll let you decide. We'll let you decide what you think. At I am Phil Hunt or The Avery Mason, Avery Mason official on Instagram. Now let us know in the roast battle. Go go to our go to our Instagrams and Twitters now to go look at the clips. I I think I just put one up uh it should be up by the time this episode comes out. You yeah, guys I'll post it, it on my page tomorrow. Like I just seen the clip or whatever yeah, that they but share. It, it's 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 a really good job. It was all black production company. It's BET, and um, you know what yeah, it is. Bet um, on us, right? The, the company it's Black that, History yes, Month. Y'all know what it is. Get com- on over there. The company that did it. I don't remember the name, the production company, but when we we came on set, it was all black women, and I was just like, "This is great. I love this, man. All black people. We have fun." You know, there were some hiccups, but we'll talk about that after it airs. We'll we'll give you a little bit of uh, inside information, if you will. 
not too much, just a little bit, about what we went through um, on the day of. So it should be fun. Oh, wow. We went over on segment one, but I still want to talk okay. about this. It's okay. We haven't been here in a minute. We talked some Nor'easters. We talked some dope strip clubs. Y- y- y'all should know that right now our third co-host is um, Laird's, Laird's Applejack. It's a smooth blend. I, I think it's a, a whiskey. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this is. Whiskey. I love your. I think it's a. I think oh, it's, it's a brandy, but I don't know though. I, I ain't think know. it may be a. And the production company was called Nineteenth and Park. That's shout out, Park. shout out to Nineteenth and Park. Nineteenth and Park Production Company did their thing. Uh, shout out to Tano yeah, Jordan, making us look good. Tano out Jordan there. was out there, yeah, battling mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, it was it was a good job. It looks really good, and I, I think the audience will enjoy it. And shout out to BET for giving us the opportunity and making sure our checks did not bounce because that would have been a problem. <laughs> but I say all that to say, Apple Jacks is uh, you know they're on the coals and the show with us. How does it? How does this taste? Does it taste That's good? It's a smooth taste, man. Yeah, it's smooth. Yeah, and I'm sweating. Yeah, me too. The lady at the store was like, they made it using apples, and they let the apples ferment, and then boom, brand Ooh, fermentation. Yeah, so you know it's 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 lick it's it's lick. My Slip. liver's my Definitely liver's working lick. overtime, but I'm happy. Yeah, we've had to find um, something to eat after this. God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that fermentation. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this before we get into segment two. We we mentioned this earlier. We were talking about um, Fat Joe, right, and what he was wearing. Recently, Fat Joe has been roasted on Instagram because he was out there wearing some Yeezy gear and it, it looked a little weird because, you know, Fat Joe is from the rap era of the 90s. And I, me and Phil had this conversation. Do you think it's appropriate for someone from a different generation to wear what the current generation is wearing? Like, I got an uncle in my family. He's always wearing, like, skinny. Now, mind you, this dude is in his 70s, all right? Early 70s, out here wearing skinny jeans, Jordans. He got on the Gucci. Something like, yo, who? What are you? Yo, yo, your wife is like sixty five. Where you going, bro? You going to... <laughs> every day, every time I see him, he dressed like he going to the club, and I'm just like, bro, how come I feel like he's wearing what I would wear if I went to such and such a place? So we were just saying, should Fat Joe be wearing that kind of stuff? Should he kind of stay in his? Okay, lane? so first, before we address that, let, let's address the you know the tragedy in the Bronx that Fat Joe took it upon himself to. Uh... To raise money for, because I feel like this picture was taken as a part of that. Um, the fire that happened in the Bronx, the tragic yeah, yeah. fire that happened in the Bronx. There was a building that burned down. Yeah, um, 19 people died. A lot of people died. 19. I'm trying to look for the specific location in the Bronx, but we'll just say the Bronx. Was, now, January 9th. It was African immigrants. 17 victims who died in the Bronx yeah, apartment immigrants. fire. I mean, that's. That's not specific, but anyway. So yeah, shouts out to Fat Joe for taking care of home and taking care mm-hmm. of, you know, where he's from. We'll say that he's a good dude, and you know, yeah. good New York dude always represents New York right. I'll say it's somebody who's not even from here. Yeah, but my problem with Fat but, Joe, this is what brought the conversation up. Me and Phil was talking about. And I said that I don't know why he calls himself Fat Joe because he had the surgery. He ain't not so fat no more. Oh, you think he had surgery? So Fat Joe cheated. Yeah, he had the surgery. He didn't. You've you've lost the weight the right way, so you like. Hold yeah, up. I, I did a six week diet and I only lost ten pounds. Well, he he he's he's wearing skinny jeans, okay? Yeah, and that's the issue of like 
He had the surgery. I, I, went right you to know, jeans. Once upon a time, there was a saying that said, "Dress your size," and now there's a saying of like, "Dress your error of like." Fat Joe is pretty old. Like he's as old as Ice Cube. That Ice Cube, I love because Ice Cube's an OG, and he that he doesn't want to be nothing less or more than. Of like, I'm not wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. I can't wear Yeezys, bro. It's cool. Every time you see Ice Cube, he got on a football jersey, like a FUBU football jersey. He's still wearing FUBU football jerseys. That's the, <laughs> Ice Cube did an interview with Jimmy Fallon. He had a FUBU football jersey. Fat <laughs> Joe is 51 years old. So, folks, maybe we'll post this on our social media, but Google Fat Joe and, like, bad outfit probably, and it'll pop up the picture we're talking about. Yeah. We wish y'all could see it with us of just like, how are you Fat Joe in skinny jeans? Skinny jeans, yeah. If you were Skinny Joe in skinny jeans, that would make sense. But Fat Joe, so yeah, this, the coat is too small. Yeah. That you, it all looked like when you put your dry, clothes in the dryer and they shrunk, but you didn't know till you like put them back on. It was like, yo. So yeah, Joe... You 51 years old, bro. I think he might be older than Ice Cube. Yeah, it might be. Ice Cube's 52. Mm -hmm. That, you know, they kind of start popping. Ice Cube, obviously, is popping in 85, 86-ish. Yeah. And then Fat Joe gets popping 96, 97-ish. So it feels like they shouldn't be the same age. But yeah, bro, we don't want to see none of our OGs, not Scarface, not Ice Cube, not Fat Joe. Give me some more Jay-Z. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. Not none of y'all, not Rake One, not Ja Rule. Y'all all OGs. Y'all got kids that wear skinny jeans. And grandkids. Bro. Some of y'all got grandkids, which is Grandkids, Snoop Dog. Maybe y'all pulled the wrong clothes after drying. Maybe them was meant for not Calvin Broaddus, but Calvin Broaddus Jr. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, you just Come on, you know, it's just, it's if, weird if you see. over that age, even myself, and I'm only, and mind you, this is the unique distinction that I have. Check mm -hmm. this out. When 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 it was really baggy jeans ever, I won't say I ever wore my jeans tight, but I didn't wear them baggy as everybody else did. Yeah, no, I, So I, I remember it getting me made fun of. Mm -hmm. It got me made fun of then, and now I get made fun of for, you know, them being too loose. So I go, I got made fun of in both eras. Yeah. I'm I, like, I'm going to just keep doing me, and the reason why is you can look at your pictures and go, like, you cannot feel ashamed of your pictures. Like, I never wore Fat Farm or, or Platinum FUBU. Whereas it's like cross colors, right? You look at an yeah. old picture of you in cross colors. You're embarrassed because you're like, yo, I had the shirt, the jeans, the hat, the yeah, shoes, the, hat, yeah, the yeah. backpack of like Cross colors dominated the 90s. The only thing I'll say that I was embarrassed to wear was Mark Echo. Like Mark Echo used to have them big ass logos on the shirts. I love I, Mark I Echo. love those hoodies. I would have the big ass logo I on the hoodie. I love Mark Echo. Now I can't do, I can't do big ass logo yeah, on a hoodie. Wow. It just... Yeah, big logos is kind of out, but it was definitely a thing of the 90s. But yeah, Fat Joe... Come on, bro. Like, you, you're you not young, Joe. Nah, you got to step your game. But look at Cameron. Cameron only wears spurs. And like killers. I said, they had, they had, so he did the fundraiser for the Bronx and the fire and all that. Cardi B was a part of it and A Boogie was. Mm -hmm. Now, it's A Boogie with the hoodie, but if you look at 
Fat Joe in that picture he got on a hoodie. And you go, bro, just wore, wear what you wore in Def Jam Vendetta. Yeah, seriously, stop talking. Wear what, you, wear what you wore in the Def Jam video game and nothing more and nothing less. Like, Ooh, I hope they bring that game back. With that tight ass hoodie. Hey, Boogie with the hoodie wears that hoodie. Did y'all mix up outfits? What is going on? Y'all gotta Google this picture. It's hilarious. It's just like yeah, it's like a khaki colored boots. It looks like Chris Farley. The, the, the Chris Farley, you remember Big Man and Little Car and all that? Like that's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. um classic comedy film, Big Man and Little Car, I think. So yeah, that's what he looks like—a like big man in little clothes. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. But hey. Props to you, Joe. You made your money. You know, wear what you want. I'm just saying. Wear what you want. Keep donating and looking out for the people of the Bronx. Something else that I said was, too, I had an uncle, older uncle, who, like, whenever we would have family functions, he would always, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a regular party. He no dress code, but he would always come with his slacks with the bell bottoms and the hard bottom shoes. Well, they always say you dress like the era, not not that you're from, the era you had the most fun in. Yeah, he always would say that. We don't know how to dress. Like, I remember he saw me going mm-hmm. to the club one night, and he was like, man, you got no sneakers? I was on my sneakers. Yeah, yeah, I got no sneakers. Sneakers, jeans to go to the club? What's wrong with you? Better go upstairs. Like, I'm not they dressing. Call, you know, the older generation, they call them gym shoes. Of like, yeah, if you're like, not in gym, yeah, why, why are you wearing, wearing gym, gym shoes? shoes? I'm like, I'm not dressing like I'm going to church to go to the club. I'm going to sweat. But I'm understand that was, somebody. you know, Malcolm's era. Malcolm X. If you watch the movie Malcolm X. They wore suits. That was the fly stuff. Well, even when I was a We kid, only wear suits. Job interviews, funerals, court cases. There you go. Yeah. Even when I was a kid, I remember watching some of the movies like Strictly Business and they go to the club and everybody in Strictly Business is wearing a suit with some matching slacks and hard bottom shoes. That movie, if you wasn't wearing that, you was not getting in the club. That movie is a great picture of Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. 90s, That movie is definitely early 90s, but I'm saying reflective of the vibe that they had. And I mean, Halle Berry, that 90, that 92 Halle Berry. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Yes. There was nothing wrong with that. I just I can't imagine going to the club and having to put on a suit and some nice shoes and like. These people were dressed like it looked like a job interview to get into the club. Now mm-hmm. it's like I who's not, in that movie Strictly Business. So that's um, I know Halle Berry. Who else? Ha- Halle Berry was in Strictly Business. Yeah, I want to say Berry, Halle Berry and Halle the guy Berry. who played the husband. Tommy on, um, Davidson is in Tommy that, Davidson, the guy who played the husband on the Cosby Show. Denise's husband, not Denise. I don't even Denise's know. husband on the Cosby Show. He was a general. What isn't Wayman Tisdale a thing in there? I think he was playing music. Wayman Tisdale. Yeah, Wayman Tisdale was in there playing He's music. He's an NBA player, former NBA player. Yeah, for the Phoenix but Suns. But he was like very, in, I feel like he was in Martin even. Like very early 90s, he just kind of show up in things. He was playing music. That's what it was. Okay, he yeah, yeah, know yeah. he was a musician. So. He was also a jazz musician, but he was a basketball I feel like you just player. said the same thing I just said. But yes. I did. <laughs> a jazz music, but I'm saying, but I'm, saying no, I'm confirming what you're saying. He was a jazz musician, but, yeah. but he was also a Basketball player, NBA player. Yeah, I, correct me if I'm wrong. It was it was Tommy Davidson. This dude. I don't think Damon Wayans was in that movie. Something. something nah, I feel yeah. like that's a different movie. But I know the guy in, like I said, Wayman Tisdale. That was almost yeah. like a like a more of an idea than he was a person. Of like, oh, you want the perf- the the athlete that also plays jazz, right? Right. 
Like uh, there was a guy, a girl on Twitter recently that said, and let me try to find the words because we're sipping this Applejack whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the girl's tweet was, and quote, I want a dude who work a nine to five, but still slide on niggas from 10 to whatever. And you go, <laughs> sis, Can't work essentially way. you're saying you want a guy who works a nine to five and is a murderer. Mm-hmm. And that's not... You can't get that. I mean, rarely. They're that out happens. there. But the thing about the murder is it ruins your nine to five. So, so you gotta it's very short-lived. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez, maybe, that, that played for the Patriots. So sad, so sad. So, you know, yeah. It's just weird of like, who is this imaginary man? <laughs> Doesn't exist. It's like women when they say they, they, they want a woman who... Uh... You know what it is? They want ghosts on power. That, but that, that doesn't exist. They want world. a woman who's cool like future, but to help you raise a kid that's not yours like Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And you go, that man doesn't exist. Doesn't man. exist, no. Those aren't the same guy. You know what? If you guys want some homework, go back and watch some of those old '90s movies to see what this we're talking about. This is great. Woo, Woo is another good example of. You know, it's uh, another great. Jada Pinkett, especially Tommy for Davidson. New York, is uh, Booty Call. I would say New that, Jack City. New no, Jack City, but Booty Call. Why, and then New Jack City is a good one too, especially for Harlem. Yeah. My friend called me one day from Indiana and said, "You live in Harlem?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "You walk by here?" I said, "Man, I walk by there every day." He goes. That's the building from New Jack City in the Carter. And I said, what? And until he said it, I never realized it. But you look and you go, 116th and I think 7th Avenue? Yeah. Yeah. That's the Carter building from New Jack City. So, yeah. A lot of history out here. And like I said, Booty Call is a good one to watch for New York, too. That you'll go, oh, a lot of Harlem in this. Yeah, all day. A lot of Manhattan. Wesley Snipes and uh, Ice T, and I think Jada Pinkett. Well, no, yeah. Jada Pinkett's not there. Um, who's there? My girl, ah, Tisha. I love her too. She's in Jay Z's Girls, Girls, Girls video. What is her name actually? She's great. Girls, Girls, Girls. Uh, She's underrated. Sanaa Lathan? No, although no, I'm not. Sanaa Lathan, very girl next doorish. Hold on, I'm gonna to look it up. P. Hansen to uh, to, to what's her name to. Mm-hmm. It's none of them. She's the JV's girls, girls, girls. Not the What's her name? Tahiri. Tamala Jones. Tamala Jones. Oh, she's also in the wood. Yes. Which is a highly regarded classic amongst us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tamala Jones. She's underrated. I'm a, I'm a fan of Tamala Jones. Beautiful, I can see that. Good actress. Yeah. Black actress, as they say. Very much. <laughs> but y'all gotta go and do your homework and watch that stuff. It's some. Yeah, how old are our listeners? Uh, hit us up and let us know how old. Well, if if you believe the algorithm and the stats that's posted on Anchor, our listeners are mostly men between the ages of twenty five to thirty seven. Okay, we'll take that. And we got women too, but it's mostly men because we talk about guys. You know, most of guys. Well, yeah, we're guys. guys. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't, you know, women, if you stick with we appreciate you. Appreciate y'all, We had a girl on our live, our Instagram live. Shout sure her out. Did. What was her name? Uh, her Instagram name was Jay Tory. She was hanging out. Shout, Shout out, out to Jay Tory. We appreciate you. I know her real name, but I don't say it because I We know, we know sometimes it's hard she got for women. To, sometimes it's hard to, for women to listen to how guys talk and vice versa. It's hard for guys to listen how women talk sometimes because you may feel like it's unfair. But we appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that you listen. And yeah. that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, the truth is, 
if we weren't recording this right now, Phil and I would still be having this conversation, which is why this podcast works because we're not adding anything to it. This is the conversation we we have with or without the recording. I don't the alcohol may or may not have been there, but I'll say this is a conversation we would have had. So this is this is it. So thank you for joining us. We're coming to the end of segment one. This is the catch up. Stay tuned. Betty White coming up. Advice time. Might have to cut a little short because we did go a little over on this one. But, you know, we'll see where it goes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, you know. But I don't know, though. Yeah, hang we, we don't know. Don't We're know. not sure. We'll we, see. We kind of got an idea. Hang in there. We'll see what happens. We're not sure. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about it. Welcome. We're back here. Uh, segment two is advice time. But I don't know, though. Now, Phil, have you gone to school for therapy or being a therapist or giving people advice Not at all. on their problems. Not you have no all. experience. You, you got any In degrees? Fact, so would say I need uh, advice or therapy. So. <laughs> now, nah, not at all. So the reason why this show is called But I Don't Know is because me and Phil, we are not therapists. We are not psychotherapists. This advice that we are giving you is at your own risk. Okay. Yeah, you know, you heard the earlier segment. It might be a great strip club, or it might not be. It all depends on where you was raised exactly. and how you was raised. Right. We don't know that. No, no. So be careful. Take the advice. If it works, great. If it don't, ain't. Hey, never said it would. You do what you got to do. Maybe the country you in ain't got no dollars, and you got to throw coins at the women. That might be rude, or it might not be, but we don't know. Don't know that. I, I don't know. You I just have know. these coins. If you want them, you don't. You, you want you them, know, you don't. Y'all shouldn't be using coins up here in Canada instead of dollar bills. What's the tradition mm-hmm. of making it rain even? Yeah, you but can't I guess be. I got free health care. So if the coin hits you too hard, don't matter. just go get a free checkup. I also want to say full disclosure, I think I'll speak for myself. can't speak for Phil. The Applejack is starting to hit. Lear's Applejack, Applejack it sneaks up on you a little we have very good. Folks. We have finished three quarters of the bottle. I'm feeling it. I'm not gonna lie to you. We'll say Lairds or Lairds. Lairds. L a i r d s. Applejack. It's strong. Shouts out to you. Eighty proof. This Smooth is win. Eighty proof. This mm-hmm. is a whiskey, right? What is this? Whiskey. Definitely a whiskey. Made from made from sour apples. Okay. Um. So we're gonna try to get through advice time. You got to pray for us. I'm hoping Phil don't fall asleep. But we don't know, though. We don't know, though. He might fall asleep. I might have to end up doing this by myself. <laughs> That's never happening again. You got me once, but you won't get me twice. You're not going to fall Nah, bro. not going to fall asleep again? That was a special limited edition episode where it was just like, what, bro? I don't even know. Hey. Yeah, hey, where'd you I go? I gave you the remote and was just like, I'm out. <laughs> you did. I had to. I had to. <laughs> ah, that was a funny episode for those of you who have been with us since the beginning. He's you back. Know the episode we're talking about. All right, so we get to advice time here. The first question is a good one. Am I a jerk for asking my girlfriend not to wear a gay rat wedding theme dress to my friend's wedding? <laughs> My girlfriend, Nat, has a very particular sense of style. Picture Harley Finkel from Wizards of Waverly Place, and you get the idea. I don't know who the fuck that is. I never watched that. 
Um, don't get me wrong. I've never had a problem with that. In fact, I love the way she dresses because she loves to do so. And I'm happy if she's happy. The thing is, sometimes she likes to incorporate memes into her clothes. No problem. It's cute. But now she wants to wear a dress inspired on the meme, gay rat wedding, mm. to my friend's wedding. He and his fiance are gay. I told her maybe that is not really appropriate. The dress in question would be full of stuffed little rats, pride flags, and a big I support gay rats on the front. My friend is not a big fan of the way my girlfriend dresses, and I think this dress may cause a certain uproar in the wedding. Now Nat is upset with me and claiming that I am throwing water in her flame of creativity. The wedding is next month, so she has plenty of time to think about another thing to wear. Should I just let her go with the dress? Am I the ad- asshole in this situation? And I just want to say that, no, you're not the asshole in this situation. Instagram and Twitter have made people feel that by doing things like that, they're going to get clout. And unfortunately, your girlfriend doesn't realize this wedding is not about her. But by wearing a dress like that that says gay, what does it say? Gay rat wedding? It's not. R-A-T? R-A-T. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I've been listening the whole time. And I'm like, the only thing that comes to my mind is like you're saying the, uh, was it the Met Gala? When all these, you know, what's her name? Uh, Kim Kardashian? Uh, no, 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 no. AOC showed up wearing a dress that said "Eat the Rich." That's like you wore a ten thousand dollar gown that said, said "Eat the Rich." rich. Yeah. you are the rich. I- exactly. Like exactly. so, the only thing that comes to mind is like, like he's saying a little bit of like people don't realize like Twitter and and Instagram that the social media is an isolated demographic of like. If you're not within that demographic, you don't really get what's going on. And you're like, wait, 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 your dress says E-A-E, the rich. Hold on. Are you a cannibal? Yeah. That's what someone who wasn't on social media would say. Right. Because they say eat the rich. And it's like, oh, I don't mean it literally. I mean it figuratively of like, you know, I don't know, make them pay taxes, yeah. whatever. But I- all I'm saying is. I think you got it. I think those. there are a lot of people there that are outside of that. So I get where he's coming from. Of hey, babe, you yeah. know I love you. And what whatever. do you think you are? Like, what are you doing? Here? I think the dress is beautiful, minus the message of like, yeah, you know, you're not AOC. AOC is in I've, politics. I've complained about this before, and I'll say it again. The problem with Instagram, Twitter, is that it makes people who are are not. It gives everybody a platform, and some people yes. take that outside of that platform to where, like, yeah, maybe you got 500 followers who might fuck with that and give it a, a like, but, bro, you ain't coming to my wedding wearing that trying to they fuck my shit up. They feel like they should be making a statement when sometimes less than it's about standing out, it's about fitting in. That it's like, like I said, yeah. wait for your invite to the Met Gala, and you can write Then you can the wear that gay, or, gay rap dress. It doesn't. Don't don't win. I'm having trouble. I'm trying to understand what that's even about. Bro, yeah, I don't know what that gay rat means, but the whole we're locked into the Twitter, the Instagrams, and we think everyone's keeping up. But it's like, you know, your 58 year old aunt just goes, 
Why would you wait? Eat the you, rich on there. Like, seriously, you, why bring up the rich? We don't even know anybody that's You rich. could just go to the wedding and eat the hors d'oeuvres and shut the F up. You don't have to wear a dress that has something to say. Because and mind you, who's, whose wedding is this? It, it's it's a friend of the boyfriend. Like, his two friends so are gay. them? Yeah, for real. Oh, so she's trying to make a statement. She's already at a gay wedding thinking she's making a statement. You're making a statement just by going to a gay it's wedding. It's bringing the sand to the beach. Bringing the sand yes. to the beach. Everyone gets what side you're on. You're going to a gay wedding. You don't need to try to stand out any more than going to a gay wedding. Like, that's the message already. Yeah, everybody there is already gay and they support the wedding if they're there. So, but yeah, it's what are like you, you doing? said, bringing sand. It's preaching to the choir. It's calling the pot, uh, the, the kettle calling the pot black. Yeah, it's like, like well, I need you to say yeah, anything. you're at a gay wedding. So, yeah, we thought you were in support. And mm-hmm. if you weren't in support, we don't know why you'd be here. So, yeah, that's extra corny. Yeah, somebody You know, it's to me, black people that have Black Lives Matter in their bio. There you go. Well, I mean, no, obviously, clearly you matter, right? You know what we didn't talk about? You brought that up. I just meant to talk about there was a video online with someone who owned a horse and registered this horse at a race, and the horse was named Black Lives Matter. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah. Now the guy, the guy called the race is like, and peanut butter's jelly sandwich is all, oh, and Black Lives Matter on the outside. Black I mean, Lives Matter coming up. They're named after abstract bullshit anyway. Look at you. My bad. We're dropping things, playing with the fidget spinner that I left on the table. Anyway, sure did. This is um, yeah, you know, they're named after abstract bullshit anyway. So I guess mm-hmm. I understand. My thing then, as a black person, is is, uh, is the horse winning or losing? Yeah, the horse won the race. Is he within the top ten? Is he within horse the top was, five? Horse was number one. Cool. Don't be naming the losing ass horses after us. <laughs> Comes in last place in that. Uh, like and and, and tenth place, Black Lives Matter. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. All right, next question. Five ish placing. Next no, question. Name that. <laughs> Next Happy qu- Black History Month. Yes, February 1st when we're recording this. Happy Black History Month, folks. You got to support all things black. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Black History Month. Maybe Target's going to make a new shirt to sell uh, for Black History Month, which is where we're at. But um, support a black-owned business. Buy a shirt from a guy on the street. You know what I'm saying? Go go buy some incense from one of those Jamaicans. You know, support a black business. Eat some, buy some black licorice. You racist bastards buying that red licorice. Buy some black licorice. Eat some black jelly, bitch. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Do you eat licorice? Yeah. You like licorice? I mean, Twizzlers. Twizzlers is not licorice. Twizzlers is licorice. No, licorice there is black. Go. Licorice don't taste good. There you go. I don't like licorice. Yeah, man, licorice is cool. I, I mess with licorice. I eat Twizzlers. I don't fuck with licorice. Twizzlers is that. I no. Mean, with some added sugar. Two different things. Well, purchase you some black Twizzlers sure. and stop playing. Stop playing. You know what it is. Go watch our show on BET. Yes, on the ropes. On the ropes. Episode one featuring me coming out. February episode. February 7th, please. And then the one with me and Phil versus each other, that's coming out on the 27th. Please follow our Instagram and, and uh, Twitter for updates. I am Phil Hunt, the Avery Mason, and Avery Mason official on Twitter. Question number two, Mr. Hunt. Uh, you ready? How do I survive visits with a daughter-in-law who never cooks or cleans? Mm. Uh, excuse me. Wow. 
What do you do if you don't like your daughter-in-law? Mine is a self-absorbed slob. As an example, and I forgot to mention, all these questions are coming from dig.com, D-I-G-G.com. All these advice questions are coming from them. Thank you so much. What do you do if you don't like your daughter-in-law? Mine is a self-absorbed slob. As an example, she once made a comment laughingly that she never dusts, which is true. She never cleans. They live about a four-hour drive from me, and I love my grandchildren, so I try to visit for the weekend maybe once every four to five weeks. They live in an apartment, and they have bugs. Yuck. And when I do visit, she never cooks. She never even suggests what she might make for dinner. I spend a fortune on takeout or else take up all the food for us and do the cooking myself. I might even have a kinder attitude, but she never even thanks me for anything. One of the few positive things I can say is that my granddaughters and daughter love her. I love her for that reason, but I just don't feel like her and I feel like not visiting. No, no, I'm sorry. I love her for that reason, but I just don't like her. And I feel like not visiting, but that would hurt the rest of the family. Can you say anything to get me through this for the rest of my life? What, what I will say is, it's obvious in the way that you wrote this letter that you do not like your daughter-in-law. You got to understand that it is a different generation and no one does things the way you do. You sound like a baby boomer. The baby boomer generation, I feel like, is the last generation that believe you got to cook for your man and you got to clean for your man and keep a good home. Not everybody does things the way you do it. And sometimes mother-in-laws always feel like, I got to take care of you. You, you got to take care of my son the my way I took care of him. That she doing for your son that, yeah. that he can't explain to you like she busting it wide open. Exactly. You ain't doing that. None of that missionary style that y'all was doing back then when y'all wasn't cooking. Right. Although I'll say, mm-hmm. I'll trade good cooking for doggy style. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Backshot but ma'am, you you have to. You, I take meatloaf over backshot. Ma'am, you have but you have to understand. Some men who prefer them backshots. Ma'am, you have There's to understand. Some women that'll say, "I'm from that generation where you look me in the eye." There you go, ma'am. You, you have to understand. Love, but it sound like your son. He might be fucking, and he can't explain ma'am, that he fucking. Ma'am, you have to understand. It's different. She don't. She want to raise the way he was raised. It's different. All right. He married her because of what that mouth do. And not not what she do in the kitchen. So get get you you have to either you want to see her grandkids, you better let it go. Don't go in there like one of the other question people looking around, looking at stuff. Oh, look at this. Mind your business. You come there, you see your grandkids. If you want to help with some of the cleaning, do it and do it happily and so shut now, the F let up. Let me be clear. This is the mother in law. Mother in law, yes. Which we, we we we've kind of established that the mother mother in laws are kind of haters, right? Yes, mother in laws are kind of haters, and usually the the daughter in law kind of not like the mother in law. I don't know what that's about. It's a, it's I haven't met very many fathers that dislike the son in law. I feel like they usually try. Well, I think men get along a lot better sometimes than women do. You know, we kind of accept. That our friend is weird and he likes to keep his hand in his pants. He's a Colts fan. I'm a Patriots fan. How do you chill? Oh, you chill with your hand in your pants? All right, whatever. Just, you know, don't touch me. Mm -hmm. But we we could play N64. A little bit. We could be wrong, but we don't know, though. Like, hit us up. I I don't know. I haven't been married yet. But it's like, 
Yeah, I observe most mother-in-laws. I feel like women, and, 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 and this was something I was explaining to a friend recently, but I'll explain it to you and run it by you. Like, have you seen the memes that'll say, okay, a man just, say a man is away at war, so he's a soldier in Iraq, hypothetically, right? He just comes back home. Who should he greet first? Mm-hmm. His mother, his daughter, or his wife, or his sister. And then there are, for the extra hood people, his m- mother, his wife, his baby's mother, his daughter, his sister. And you go, you know, I see so many versions of this meme. I don't see any of these for men. Mm-mm. Because we don't make y'all compete. Nope. If you get off a plane two, two separate people. from two tours in Iraq as a woman soldier, female soldier, whatever you want to say, and you hug your father first, I'm not going to trip off that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've been away at war. You've probably been paying the bills. I'm at home with the stress of knowing you away at war. Like, who? my baby away at war. Whatever. You right. Yeah. I don't care who you hug first. Who did you go home with? Did you make it home? Yeah. You made it home, A, from war. B, who did you go home with? Like you said, so yeah, we focus on the end game. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so yeah, this woman feels a little petty at a point. It's like, if you that good a cook, show her. Yeah, hey, look, this is a recipe I do for him sometimes. You could try this. Or even be straight up with her and be like, damn, every time I come over here, you ain't you don't cook nothing for him. Damn, every time I come over here, there's more bugs than the last well, here's time. here's what I think <laughs> is, I think it's more of a case where, and I mean, I know a lot of times they say men, boy, if you don't quit scrolling and trolling on your Instagrams and whatnot, a lot of times I think they say men look for their mothers and a wife. Mm-hmm. And then I think, and I don't think it's a whole lot of in between. I think you do a look for a woman who makes me loaf about like your mom does, yeah, or yeah. b you, you look for a woman who don't make me loaf at all. So I think you know opposites attract. I think mostly the men look for in marriage a woman who resembles their mother or not resembles her, but you know what I mean. I'm like, well, maybe maybe certain women. aspects of or, her, yeah. Certain you look aspects. for a woman who. Completely. So I think, yeah, this girl is completely different, and I think they need to embrace the differences. And I also think that as a as a mother, as a woman, she should realize this makes her irreplaceable. Right. She's the only one who cooks, cleans, I, does the this, does the that. I think so. It's like emphasize that with your son and enjoy that moment with your son to say, you know, she doesn't, and he'll say. Yeah, she doesn't, but I, that's still my wife. I'll and say, like, I, I respect think, his choice. I think like, most, don't, I think don't most compete men, with her and don't make it a competition. Well, hold on. I think most men want a woman that maybe reminds them of their mother in an aspect, not overall. No guy wants a woman. Uh, you, you could disagree with me if you want to. Avery Mason official on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. No woman wants a guy. And no, no guy wants a woman that is. A hundred percent like his mother. Every guy wants a girl that has aspects, but not the whole thing. Like you, maybe I right, maybe she's great in the kitchen, you know, but she doesn't clean. And it's like, well, my mother cleans, my mother cooks, but you don't want your mother. 
You, you don't want nobody close to your mother. Just aspects. Certain things. Little... Well, like I said, some guys do want someone close to their mother. Oedipus complex. Okay. We can talk all day. Since you and I here... I'm saying, do, I do you it's... Since you and I here... Hold on. Do you want a woman that is 100% just like your mother? And I, no. I feel like the answer is no. Well, no one wants 100%. Because you'll never, get, you'll never get to drive the car if it was. You'll never get to drive... <laughs> You know, get the job and that's why I'm saying I think it's either or, meaning either you, as a guy, you kind of gravitate toward, towards what's natural to you of, oh, she kind of makes chili like my mom, da 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 da, or goes to the same church, whatever. Or you get a woman who don't go to church at all. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying. I think it's those extremes. Right. And I think he went for the other extreme. He did. Uh, Cooking and cleaning. This woman isn't anything like my mom, and that's what I like about her. But like I said, I think that's the mother's chance to step up and say, I'm one of a kind, ain't I, love? Like, look at me. I make this. I do that. I do this. I do that. Ooh, I'm she gonna does s- none of that. I'm going to say this. Um, we've been doing this podcast is episode 36, 37. I hope my mother isn't listening to this because she would be so disappointed. My mother probably thinks I could still be president. You could know. still be president. I'm I'm not like I'm 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 such a good guy. Like I, I don't have any bad things that could be president. Like, like she's gonna listen to this podcast and like he can't be president. Oh <laughs> okay, yeah, you've revealed some of I've your... revealed some some information on thirty five, thirty six episodes. Well, they didn't invest in you, which is as a, as a comedian, I always say that. You know, there's some comments who go, Mother paid my way through college. Da, 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 da. Yeah, she's disappointed. You have a degree in law, but you're trying to be a comedian. Now, me, myself, I go, My mother didn't, and my parents, because my parents were together, mm-hmm. didn't pay my way through anything. Mind you, a lot of my uncles are criminals or, <laughs> you know, old child support. Mm-hmm. I should say, I don't say it like they're violent criminals. Just a little petty bullshit. Yeah. Driving without Snatch a license, a grab, right. driving with a suspended license. Right. Not even. Owing child support, whatever. Hey. My Most. parents had a pretty low bar of like, he hasn't been to jail, isn't in jail. Yeah. And I go, yeah, you didn't. It's not like you dumped thousands of dollars into me. So yeah, I'm here. I'm live in New York. I do comedy. I'm a cabbie at times. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, they're happy with Fair. me. So All when right. they listen to this, I feel like they gotta be like, oh, is that it? Nah, but, <laughs> but I don't know though. Man, I don't know. It? I don't know. My mom would be like, I can't believe. You go to a strip club? Shame oh, on you. Shame on you. My father went to strip clubs, so it uh, is what it is. My mother had a whole like after school special sit down talk with me when she found porn in my bag one time. I'm like, <laughs> why would you go through my bag? Like, I found these naked pictures. Oh, What's going on? Where did you get this? And I had to lie and say like, That's oh. the worst type of mom. You know what the worst lie is? I was like, my mother's like, where did you get these pictures? And I was like, oh, my friend gave them to me. <laughs> The best type of mom. My friend gave it to me. What type of friend is giving you? Oh, oh your friend gave you that. I think Avery might like this. Yeah, that's <laughs> y'all too close. Why would your Are friend y'all give you? Y'all like these pictures? Why would your friend give y'all you? Y'all might naked? like each other. Why would your friend give you naked pictures? It don't make no sense. But I'll, whatever. I was thinking of you. I saw this bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you. yeah. You might like this. I'm gonna give this to you to hold for next time. That's that, like that. You know, option on porn that says share, and it's like. 
Bro, seriously? I'm not sharing. I, there's, I'm, that's for me. That's not for right. anybody else. It's for me and the four walls. Uh, next question, and um, this is a good one. This, I saved the best for last. Is it a red flag when your boyfriend exchanges birthday and Christmas gift presents with his best friend? I started dating someone about four months ago, and things have been going great. I knew from the beginning he has a female best friend and was comfortable with this, but I keep learning new information that makes me uncomfortable. The most recent was that they exchange both Christmas and birthday gifts every year. I understand the sentiment when you are 20 years old, but as you grow, your relationships change. Your priority should now be your romantic relationship and your family. She has a partner, and I feel it is his responsibility to celebrate these things with her. I understand celebrating milestones and achievements, but the necessary gift-giving multiple times a year seems way too intimate from just friends. My boyfriend has said that she always initiates it, and he only sends gifts back because he doesn't like getting gifts, not returning them. It is my opinion that she has feelings for him. And um, it's my opinion that you are jealous. You don't like seeing your boyfriend uh, give any kind of attention to another woman that's not you. Because if it's someone he's been friends with for a long time, this is something they do. I give you gifts on your birthday and Christmas because you're my friend. This letter comes off to me as a woman who doesn't like her boyfriend giving attention to anyone else. Because there's women that I'm friends with that I've given gifts to, mm. and it's platonic. It's nothing, mm. you know, hey, it, it's platonic. It's just like, you know, when I gave you the earphones. It wasn't nothing. It's just, hey, it's a gift. You're somebody I care about. Here's a gift for you. I think you might need it. All right? Ma'am, the person writing this letter is, is so jealous. you give women gifts, and what do the women that you're with at the time say about this? Do they know? Do you not tell them? I tell them, but, it, you know, it's not like... They're cool with it? Yeah, it's not like... Speak a little bit about how they feel. Because there, there is no feeling time. because it's it's not like there's... there's the, the letter, to me, Phil, the letter comes off as a little jealous. Like, why are you spending money on this other woman yeah. who's not me? But, I, it, it, no, I would say that if it was a girl, probably... Like, I get the jealousy angle, but I do get, and this is just my thing, and maybe being from where I'm from, which, for those of you listening, Phil was basically raised, I was born in Wichita, Kansas, but I, I grew up in Indiana, that's the state I claim, but I also spent time in South Georgia. Men don't give men gifts of, like, if a man give me a gift, that shit is, like, I, I don't want to say it, this is weird, but it's just... Like, men almost take gifts as an insult. What you saying? I can't get this shit for myself? Hold up. I, well, no, 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 no. Just, just can I mean right or wrong? This is how we view a gift. Obviously, coming from our girl who love us, we get it. Of Like, she's reciprocating that love. That might be that love that we spend all year of. We know mm-hmm. we, we spend mad money on women eating, meaning women always hungry. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I want to see a movie. So we go, oh, I spent, you know, you could add it up for the year, $3,000 on food and entertainment for you. Mm -hmm. And oh, you've brought me the Jordans. Thanks. They were 120. So that's $10,000 that I spent this year taking you out minus 120. So I'm only saying that to say, would a man give us a gift? And I mean, a lot of us, 
if we being real, I grew up with my dad, but a lot of people was not that fortunate that when a gift come, they like from a man, they looking like, and what I owe you, buddy. So I gave might him, even shove that gift back in your chest. Ah, so what I owe you, buddy? That's weird. Let's give the listeners a little insight. I got my money. You got your I, money. The fuck your money got to do with mine. Let's give the listeners a little insight. <laughs> I gave Phil a pair of headphones. The only reason I did it was not, and this is why I disagree with Phil, was not because I think he could, him, could get him himself, but because when he talks to me on the phone, I can't, I can't freaking hear him. He's talking, and it sounds like he's talking to a plastic bag. Oh my god! So you know what? This would be a great gift. He don't got no headphones. He has no intention of getting new headphones because I could. It's been months. I've been talking to him like, "Yo, Phil, my headphones. I can't hear you." Yeah, these. Headphones. All right, but what happened with that? I get, full disclosure. So, right, so full I, disclosure. All right, so I and gave. What him, happened with that? I gave him the headphones, and then his girl. And actually, my girl got me the same the headphones. Same headphones, and it was like. <laughs> So what position were you in? You were in the position of a woman of giving a man some shit. Yeah, but see, I, all that stuff he's talking about one thing. I was just doing it out of the kindness. I wasn't trying to like no. You know, I was like was too. But that's why I'm saying men genuinely aren't. I was I like, you know, this could help him. I didn't even think his girl was going to get him the same thing. I was like, yeah, give him some headphones. You know, he he need new headphones. It, it was, she didn't trip. She took her headphones and got her money back. <laughs> But again, so what position were you in? And that's why I'm saying. I don't know what position I was in. I was just no, like, no, no, I'm no. glad yeah, I can help. It's yeah. not good or bad. It's yeah. just a matter of this is how things are. Of like, I don't get my dad a gift. My mother will whine if I don't get her a gift. That's true. I get my mother gifts because I know she'll whine if I don't get her one. You get My dad will one. not whine. My dad will go, boy, you, you out here and you doing good in the world. And that's good enough. You know, you ain't on the news robbing the liquor store or whatever. Using my last name. Like your cousin. Phil Hunt. And you go, oh, damn, he is, ain't he? I, I but just, I'm saying that to say men just don't have expectations of other men. Hold on. I don't want to say this guy is weird. I'm going to say they have a special bond, and I'm going to let that be because when two women buy each other gifts, that's fine. And women... Women will plan a whole weekend for another woman. Oh, that's too much. Or I so they that. say. You You're might have man. to you might have to hide in the bushes and see if it's what they say. You. But I'm saying women do a lot of things platonically or right. or you know, it's not viewed as um uh romantic or sexually. So so sometimes we do gotta get in this space as men of being like, all right, cool. So for her, I'm going to say be a little more mature. Yeah, I, But I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt of saying, because if she have, if she has brothers, it is weird. I think what you missed in the beginning is when he said they've been friends since for a long Ooh, time. They know each other. For a long time. If I've been friends with someone for a long time, it would be weird for me if you didn't get me a birthday gift no. and a Christmas gift. You give I don't birth- even remember dude's birthday. You don't... All right, fine. So, boom. If, if I've been friends with you for more than 10 years and you don't get me a gift on my birthday or Christmas, I like, don't remember, one or two. Bro, I, I didn't even remember it was Why, Christmas, bro. But, 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 Phil, but I don't... But it could be your birthday 
Or it could not, but I don't know, though. Why is it a problem if someone is known... It's not a problem. According to the letter writer, it's a problem for her that someone is known... Listen, listen, stop. You're getting a gift for someone for a birthday person. trying to... Hold on, hold on. If it was... Hold on, let me just say this. Let me just say Let me just say Let me just say this. If it was... I'd go with her. If she said, if he was giving her shit on Valentine's Day and what, like Easter, it's like, I, I, you, you, Valentine's Day, okay, you're doing too much. But birthday and Christmas, you could let that rock. Everybody gets birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. That's, that's, that's. Listen, all I'm saying is in her you defense. You got some OJ now? Oh, shit. It's good. Like, OJ with the apple track? a little bit. Yeah, I know you said not to do it, but not do it. Apple track is a splash. You don't need a lot. Right, go ahead. Anyway. All I'm saying is, and I'm taking the woman's side on this. Uh, First time ever. She is looking at her, probably her uncles, her cousins, and she's saying, this is an odd arrangement. I'm not, you know, I'm not in favor of women getting into their, you know, they can get into a space where there's a joke almost on black Twitter of like, every time a woman says something is gay, Add it to the thread, and a woman will come on and be like, "Men getting takeout bags to me is just gay. Men eating yogurt is just gay. Men doing this is just... so." I'm not in that space of like, let's not go all the way there. Uh-huh. But all I'm saying is, give this woman space to the fact that this may be something she's never seen. Like I said, listen, from uh-huh. my dad, uh-huh. it's just the hey dog, hey big dog, you want to go out to eat? He can say yes, he can say no. Hear, hear, hear me out. I have a question. Women make reservations for mm-hmm. other women at not just restaurants, mm-hmm. high-end restaurants. Girl, we going to town downtown. Mm-hmm. I made a reservation for you and three other chicks that we, you know, fuck with. Okay. And you'll see the pictures. So put your think, dress on. We going. Well, let me say this. That's I think that's not a thing that most men do. You may have missed this. But okay. let me let me just bring this up again. In the beginning of the letter, she says that they've only been dating four months. Now, does that change your opinion? Not four really. months. She's in her whole life because if she's writing this letter, I'm assuming she's at least over 15, 16. Mm-hmm. In her whole life, she's never seen this. And I'm saying that's common. And I'm saying that's common because. I got uncles that old child support, so no bra didn't get you a gift. I I, I caught up to six months behind on my child support. As stereotypical as that may be, bro, I'm behind on my rent. You know, we let's let's be real. I don't know the race, but you go get off into statistics. You know, black people make the least. The most unemployed is black men. No, I'm not buying you a gift, bro. I'm glad you made it to 23. Happy to see you, bro. Listen, if I, so, yeah, I, I get where she's coming from. Of, I get it. I've too, never seen this. I get it too. But Is I'm, it anything that she should be concerned about? I don't think so. No. But I get her perspective I, of way. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. But so close. but I'm also gonna say like you've only been around four months. He's been with his friends with this girl for a longer time. 
and he's dating you. So it's like you've got to understand. Uh-huh. It's a girl. She's getting stuff. He's getting stuff. Yeah, he's his friend is a girl. Oh, I apologize for the liquor. The liquor missed. No, it. it was because you compared me and you getting me a gift to that that I thought it was. Oh, a guy I, my bad. I was guy just... on guy scenario. This is a girl that he's known for a long time. Right. Oh, then I only been dating four she's months. A little, she's a little jealous. That, yeah. I get that. I'm. That's why I'm saying, like, if you don't, I get that. He, he's known this person. He's not dating her. So I will say then, as you an just, older person, because she sounds like she's younger. Yeah, not in the twenties. The 20s. only people that are really not threats to you in a relationship are are a platonic. I don't want to say a platonic because I hate that term. Somebody that they've known since school. Yeah. Meaning, if they got pictures in high school together, you got to let that slide. They Absolutely. got, and find you, and mind you. So that's, home, that, that's why I said home, it to you, because I'm like, I don't think you understand. In, if they got pictures in middle school, yeah. you got to let that slide. Meaning. And it's only birthdays and Christmas that they're getting gifts. Not Valentine's, not Easter. that I genuinely have been friends with, like, for a long time, are women that I knew in school. And that was because, you know, you just, you, y'all go to the same place right. every day. Right. You genuinely, at a point, are like, nah, that's my homie. There you go. You don't even look at them like that. So I just felt like, look, now, if anybody you Anybody y'all meet at 30, it's you, like, you that come, ain't your you, friend, bro. That's your yeah. chick. You know, usually one person likes the other person. And exactly. the other person may be in a relationship, may not want to do it, whatever. But usually on one end or another, there's some sort of romantic aspirations. So now in knowing that this is a chick, and I only say that because now I'm confused. I'm like, why did you bring up you buying me a gift? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know, though. There we go. But I don't know, though. That it's nothing to say. I get why she's jealous. It's like, if it, let's be real. If a dude brought my girl flowers on her birthday... Let me let me try to be mature. That's a lot. I try to be mature and just not thug young me of if she brought them home. Right. Hold on, let me out. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. If she brought them home and said, Oh, Dante at work can't game me in. I'm like, Dante at work. Oh, let me come down and see what's going on. Let me <laughs> let me talk to Dante at work. Let me look that knuckle in his eyes. But if for sure, if they came to the door, yeah, I'm going off. All right, what if it? What if it was? Fuck you and Dante at work. What if it was just a card? A card is you're like, I don't get a card. Flowers, you draw the line. A card, but even in a card, I'm going. I'm coming down here to see who the fuck Dante at work is. I don't mind. I don't mind the car. I'm coming. No, 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 Hey, all right. Yeah, 
not getting each other gifts. Let me be real. Y'all slept together before? How far y'all went together before? What happened here? I get that. All right. That's fair. Because I'm going to have to say, hold up. Who the fuck is Dante at work? I'm going to disagree. You Dante at work, y'all tried? It didn't happen. What's going on? I'm going to disagree with Phil. You, Ma'am, you came into the relationship. He was already friends with her. Okay? He started dating you when he was already friends with her. Birthday and Christmas gifts are okay. Valentine's Day gifts, fucking... Um, okay. Any other gifts, any other holiday gifts, that's the problem. I mean, Christmas and birthday, those are standards. If this is someone that I've known for X amount of time, hell yeah, I'm giving them a gift. There's people I've known for, I'm giving Christmas gifts, hell yeah, I've known you for this amount of time. Yeah, and we ain't done nothing. I'm giving you a gift, but you well, only we're been there. Practically in a recession, so if you pull up giving my girl a gift. Hey, Dante at work. Right. Go on, Dante at work. Go ahead, clock out, brother. We got to talk. <laughs> Outside now, the park. That's park-in. what that is. Outside the parking lot. Re- the pandemic that basically put us in a recession. Yeah. So you out here purchasing gifts for random chicks and chicks purchasing hey. random gifts for you? I got to ask some questions. Hey. I'm with you, Charlie. <laughs> But, I'm with you. But as again, I angry over here being almost sure. No, 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 I'm just acting like he wouldn't pull up on Dante at work. No, no, no. If it was somebody that that she knew before we was together, they were good, good friends. I might be over like, all right, nigga, you getting her better gifts than I'm getting her, and you ain't getting nothing for and me. See, that's the other thing. He creating competition. Yeah, it kind of feel that way. It's an open but, market. Now. Hey, but again, Phil, I don't know though. So, what do y'all think, man? Let us know. Let us Hashtag, know. but IDK though, uh, Avery Mason official on Instagram. Let us know what you think. Twitter, uh, the Avery Mason and Phil is I am Phil Hunt. Yeah, now we're about to get up out of here, but let me just ask you this question, Phil. I see you're eating. Are we going to finish this bottle of Applejack? Is that happening? I gotta go along with the brand. I don't know. I don't know though. I I'm I'm good right now. I think and I'm we might still leave that just that much there for the spirits of whoever. Matter of fact, we'll pull a little out for our uh, question askers for this right. girl whose man is getting random gifts for this woman. Right. And for this mother-in-law who really thinks she's in competition with the <laughs> daughter-in-law, let it go. She don't clean. She don't cook. So he he with her. Now what he got you for? Exactly. You come over and clean and cook if you Y'all want to. Y'all provide balance. Yeah, let that go. The two of you. Come Wait a over, minute. You so cook, you clean. You're... And she don't bust it wide open. You relax. Man. Hold on. So you eat now. I got to go out and go buy me a slice? To I mean, soak up some of this alcohol? I mean, I'm at home, bro. What do you want? That's fair. That's fair. You you, you, so you're not eating when we go out because... I'll come out, but, I, but I'm, you know, I don't know, though. I don't know, though. All right, well, you know what? Neither do I. And that's, that's our time, bro. This has been a great episode. Great episode. Great episode. Um, watch the Super Bowl. Y'all have a good time. Check out BET. On the ropes. On the ropes. And, and check us out in our little February 7th and February 28th. 28th. February 7th and February 28th. Please go check out our support. Like. Share, subscribe to our podcast and also BET. Let them know whether or not you liked our roast battle. No spoilers, but Phil and I went at it, you know, and it was fun. And I, 
I wonder if they're gonna keep all that stuff we did in there. I, I hope to see. We, we'll see. We'll find out we'll when see. you when you see. But go check it out. Leave some comments. Let them know. Give some reactions because that's how they know that y'all interact and that you like what we doing. Yeah. Shout out to all the producers of um, On the Ropes, and uh, shout out to Phil Hunt, man. This has been dope. We started this because this was conversations that Phil and I would have during the pandemic. You know, just kind of keep each other going because you know shit was shut down and we just have these conversations. It was great. I remember, I think the when I talked to you on the on the phone one time, we was on the phone for like an hour, just just talking shit, and that's how this podcast started. So um, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna do some different things, and we're working on some things for you guys who listen. And appreciate y'all all the way out there in Germany and uh, India. We got a couple of listeners in India. If you can. India, shout out to you. I yeah. meet people. I tell them I'm from Indiana, and they be like, "Oh, I'm India. from India." And then I realized halfway into them asking me questions, you think I said I'm from India, don't you? So, yes. shout out to y'all out there listening. And, and last Keep but not listening. least, also shout out to Laird's uh, Applejack because, you know, I'm we're me and Phil are both there right now, so we're gonna we're gonna try to come back to planet Earth real quick. And um, we we'll see y'all next week. Make sure to go like, share, subscribe on the podcast on Anchor FM. Please. Go tell your friends about it if you're listening and um, hit us up. Phil is I am Phil Hunt on all social media. I am Avery Mason Official on Instagram, The Avery Mason on Twitter. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, boom, we out. But you know, I don't know. We'll be back. We'll be back. Woo! Woo. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though, along with Phil Hunt. And just in case you guys didn't get a chance to get our social media, now's the time. Go get your pens or swipe up on your phone or whatever. If you want to follow me, Avery Mason Official on Instagram, The Avery Mason on Twitter. And if you want to follow Phil, it's I am Phil Hunt on all social media. Go check it out. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week.